Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Welcome in. It's Balloon Party, driven by Mungadass Burkhardt, Alton Toyota. 101 ESPN on YouTube. My name is Tim McKernan. Look, there's Jackson Burkett. What do we got going on here? I'm wearing a powder blue St. Louis, the morning after, in the script shirt. Jackson's got the Run TMA hoodie on. Hoodie would be a good move in here today. A little, there's a nape in the woods, neck yeah. of the way. What are you doing here? Lacey Underalls, Ty Webb, Caddyshack, 80, 81? 80. Is that right? Same year as Airplane. All right. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yep. Thank you. Uh, get involved on today's show because today's a Thoroughfare Thursday on Balloon Party. Jackson, tell the people what the Angry Beaver Thoroughfare Thursday is. Uh, so the Thoroughfare Thursday... Because Doug Vaughn waits that that means you have nothing planned, and I reject that. Yeah, you know, Doug, he it's it's not only the way, like, what he says, it's the way he says it. Mm. He's like, oh, so you got nothing. It's like, no, Doug, that's not the case. What the Thoroughfare Thursday is, mm-hmm. is it opens up the show, right. and it lets not only our listeners who like to text in get involved, but those on the YouTube page. Yeah, like Tiny PP, Like Tiny PP or Droid FX, get involved, and they can kind of, you know control the show in a way they can control some topics or you know i have some topics prepared it's really just a wide open show when you have something like the thoroughfare thursday anything can happen and that spontaneity it's it's the spice of life uh, it's like the uh, the groundlings uh second city it's improv right and some people would say well that just shows you didn't prepare and i would say you're right but that doesn't mean we can't enjoy ourselves on a thoroughfare thursday right exactly thank you preparation is overrated because what you can't prepare for is excellence in broadcasting. Wow. God, that's a t-shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Jackson Burkett. He's only 25 and he has that kind of wisdom. Yeah, you I'm horse plowing me here today? Is no, that what you're doing? Not not at the moment, but uh, yeah, you know, this is the kind of guy I am. It's why HD2 beckons and I answer. Nicely done. I'm that type of guy. All right, well, I want to go with the question. Let's let the people know. What did I just say? I'm a Venmo, $30. Mm-hmm. I'm up to $30. I had a good weekend last weekend. The Venmo's been replenished a little bit. If there is a topic that comes in via text or YouTube, YouTube uh, 101 ESPN channel, Air Alliance team cameras making that possible. I assume Tiny Peepee's in there holding court. Uh And then uh, I'll get your Venmo or PayPal. I, I don't really use PayPal as much. What do we use to... Uh, transfer cash around. If uh, I were to rank them, number one would be Venmo, number two would be Cash App, and number three would be Zelle. Nice. There you go. Yeah, I guess I uh, I use two of those three. Yeah. Ca- right. Cash App's nice. Um, you doing a live read, bro? No. I, I doesn't really... I have some friends who only use Cash App, so... Oh, like uh, Herb or Sweet Sweet Kai? MPK. Oh, MPK. Yeah. Well, he's a mover and shaker. Ladies Big and gentlemen, time. our first question. 
Uh, so the the topic on everyone's mind this morning, and I say everyone, and that's not true, but but Carrie Davis, I saw Carrie Davis, and he said that's what they were talking about in the first segment. It is certainly uh, a big topic, lo- not only locally but nationally. I mean, this is a five star player. This is one of the best players currently in high school football who was uh, yesterday committed to the University of Texas. I'm talking, of course, about Ryan Wingo, mm, St. Louis mm. University High School's own, St. Louis's own. Uh, he was between Texas and Missouri. The experts were uh, predicting Missouri up until yesterday, and then some uncertainty came in. And then, of course, at about 4.12 yesterday, Ryan Wingo put on a Texas hat and said he is committed to the University of Texas. Jackson, what uh, were you doing at 4.12 yesterday? I was actually on the golf course. Bogey? <laughs> no. Log cabin? No. TPC Forest Park. Oh. Yeah, the course is at. So you weren't even watching? Oh, I was watching. You were? Uh-huh. I had it on my phone. I was actually, I had an uphill, I'd say 18-foot birdie putt um, right before the announcement. Missed it just a touch left, but I gave it a chance. Went Good. a little long. Gave Good. it a chance. I like that. I like, like leaving bird. Don't like giving birdie putt short after birding the whole previous. And uh, missed it. Humble brags. And then uncomfortable. hit play. And as I hit play, walking off the green, Ryan Wingo put on a Texas hat. And then you immediately double bogeyed three of the next four holes, a triple on the one that you didn't double. Bogey the next two holes. Yeah. Close it out, yeah. Yeah, Man, you were in a bad place. I was. You got to be able to compartmentalize what a 17-year-old does with your golf game. So I was stunned, but throughout the course of the day, Gabe Bjarmond, who we had on Power, uh, of Power Mizzou, who is a regular on this program every Friday, presented by the great James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, my insurance agent, online at carltoninsurance.net, uh, had reported that things had changed and that it kind of quieted down. And, and as I watched the opening of the live stream, in which some of our audience members from TMA began to harass him, uh, do we have that? Uh, yeah, I'll pull it up. That audio at your disposal because I was watching the live stream. Four thousand five hundred, I believe, is the peak number mm-hmm. of people who are watching this live stream with the colonel. And the colonel said the sense at St. Louis U High is that nobody knows what is going to happen, and so something had changed over the previous approximately uh, twenty-four hours. And so what had gone from confidence that he was going to choose Missouri, something had changed. Uh, what do we have here? Uh, do you want Gabe on dealing the with the audience? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. no go. doubt. Here we go. Lenny, I appreciate the uh, super chat. Therefore, I am going to put your comment on the screen. I will remain fully clothed as I do on all of our live shots, despite Tim McKernan's audience, um, you know, wishing otherwise. Uh, but do appreciate all you guys being here up to twenty four hundred people. Um, Brandon, wait. Brandon says he can't hear. I need to know, guys, if you guys are having trouble with audio or anything. That was just the start of a bad four o'clock hour for the Colonel. First one. And for the record, I think that was slanderous to say that was somebody who's a, yeah. an audience member of right. of mine. Gabe's a handsome man. People just, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right now, I'm sure like Tiny Peepy's asking me to take my shirt off. I okay. understand. Listen, that's the price with being an Adonis. Right. Uh, but for him to label it as being one of my audience members 
he'll be hearing from counsel. That, that kind of goes without saying. Right. Um, but uh, then the colonel was one person, so they couldn't hear. The audio was perfect the whole time, and it, was, yeah. and it just threw him off. But then the next 10 minutes would get worse uh, for the colonel because, of course, when you report something and then it doesn't happen, all hell breaks loose for you, the reporter, which is why to all those, and I know a lot of young people listen to this show and they play it at MICDS and Burroughs in the hallways. If you are pursuing this career, number one, don't. But then secondarily, if you follow through and don't listen to my advice, the juice of breaking a story yeah. is over here. My tiny little pincers. I got tiny hands because I'm a small boy. Mm-hmm. And then over here is the squeeze. Yeah, right. The juice being the upside, the squeeze being the downside. And now here is Gabe DeArmond gentleman who I went to class with for low so many years at the University of Missouri. We had big dreams of doing big things. And I said, someday, 25 years from now, Gabe, I'm going to be doing an hour on HD1. Yep. Middays, too. Right. And yeah, am I dunking on people that I called my shot right now? Well, here I am. Yeah. Here I am. And I said to myself, this poor colonel, he's going to get blamed for something. And here's the thing. In my mind... Ryan Wingo was going to the University of Missouri on Tuesday. And then he got a call or some kind of meeting with someone from Texas who said, hey, Ryan, we're going to up our offer to this. And then Ryan, like, for example, oh, I would say damn near anybody who has ever chosen a job, chose the one that was offering more money and then went to Texas. That's all. Meryl Streep, Devil Wears Prada. Adrian Grenier, best actor, best supporting actor. Yeah, that's what a miss for the Academy there. Thank you. So that's it. And as a Missouri fan, I'm disappointed. But as somebody who has made business decisions that are, I'll say it, rooted in money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about that. I'm I, Yep, I'm on it. I go, oh, must have got more money from Texas. That's NIL. Cuts both ways. Oh. Enjoy having some guys come to Missouri who never would have considered Missouri before NIL. Well, then you got to understand that if Texas comes in and goes, here's another X amount of dollars and it's more and it's enough to make changes mine. That's the way that it works. And I just don't, I, I don't, I don't see it any other way. Uh, we had Gabe on this morning, despite the fact that he is going to be sued for defamation by my counsel. He's still kind enough to come on. It shows the sporting nature of the colonel. Uh, here is what the, the colonel's analysis was. Um, I, I actually had conversations with a couple of people yesterday when I, when I got to SLU, because I'm telling you, nobody in that gym knew where that kid was going for sure. Um, at least not that I talked to. And, and some of these are people that, that, you know, would, would probably be in a position to know, but we had a conversation that I said, just the way the last couple of weeks have gone, I just, I think it's Missouri. Cause if it's not Missouri, like, there's going to be a lot of backlash here. And it just seems like if you were going to announce for somewhere else, maybe you delay this a little bit, you know, or, or maybe it's not as public. Um, but Hey, the kid made his choice. Um, it surprised me. Um, you know, it, it, it surprised me for those reasons. I mean, I'm not shocked. He went to Texas. We knew yesterday that was a possibility, but I, I just thought, I don't know the, in the hometown, all the area media out there, everything's been pushing this way. I think it's 
really tough for him to to get up there and not pick Missouri, but he did, and he admitted it was tough, you know. Uh, and, and so that uh, that was the Colonel's analysis. Jackson, you have a theory. I Ladies do. and gentlemen, Jackson acknowledges this is his tinfoil anthracite theory? Yeah, my anthracite tinfoil uh, true sun theory. Okay. Uh, the so you acknowledge side. that you may be coming from a biased perspective. Absolutely, Tim. We all have to acknowledge our biases. 100%. Now, while acknowledging it, it doesn't remove the merit that it could have, but this is purely speculative. I oh, have a really tough it. time with that, don't you? Speculative? Nice. All right. Yeah, see, it's not that tough. Right. Well, you're a prince. I try to be. So, hear me out here. Let's say Ryan Wingo, he went down to Texas in September. He liked Texas a lot. Obviously, very easy to like Texas. It's a quintessential national brand. Let's say he liked Texas. He's like, all right, I think I want to go here. Missouri comes along uh, with their very good NIL laws, meaning that you can get paid immediately once you sign with the University of Missouri or commit to the University of Missouri. He likes that idea. He starts to put in motion that he's leaning more towards Missouri. The right people hear these things. Now Missouri is in the lead to get Ryan Winkle. What does that do to Texas? Now they're considering maybe we got to up our offer. Then he moves up his commitment from December 20th, which is the uh, Signing signing day. And he moves that up to yesterday. Texas hears this deadline. They go, okay, we heard you, Ryan. Now, night before, here's some more money. Now we got a bigger deal for you here, Ryan. What that does to Missouri now, because there's still two months until signing day, is they have the choice to either up the offer and flip them, and he gets his money immediately, or they don't, and he's still going to Texas and making a lot of money. So he kind of gets his cake and eats it too. He doesn't have, he can either get his money immediately and more of it, or he's just going to get a ton of money from Texas and get to go play with Arch Manning in Texas. It's a, it's a win-win for him, and you know that's kind of the nature of it. He has created leverage. He's cradle bidding war that is my anthracite tinfoil hat theory so i'm not when i say you know he did commit to texas yesterday his father said it yeah do we do you have that audio is it is it that because the frank cusmano of uh news channel five spoke with uh with ryan wingo's father and i have to tell you this there's this whole thing about ryan saying well i'd known for two months that missouri fans are holding on to and going well if he knew for two months then he was just dragging missouri through the mud as leverage i do not believe that statement i'm not angry at him but also if you listen to the audio frank goes what do you mean you've known for like one or two months he goes yeah yeah you can just kind of tell he's just he, he I, I 48 hours ago i think ryan wingo was going to missouri mm-hmm. now do i have any proof of that no i do not i believe tuesday night Wednesday morning, whatever it was, Texas came in and said, here. And he made a decision based on the money. And by the way, God bless him. I mean, if other people don't make decisions based on money, I envy them. I envy them. But then you had this happen. And this is uh, Frank Cusmano of KSTK with Ryan Wingo's father moments after uh, Ryan announced he was going to Texas. He made the decision he thought was right. But are you aware that there could be ramifications? People locally, they're going to be really ticked off. And we know how crazy college fans can be. Signing day, December the 20th. You never know what can happen. Signing day, December the 20th. You just never know what can happen by then. So you're saying you'll still accept Mizzou's recruitment? Yes, sir. I mean, if we just for the sake of the discussion said he picked Missouri yesterday, and then Frank does an interview with his father and says, what happened to Texas? And then he says, signing day is December 20th. And that you'd still accept recruiting from Texas. Missouri fans would be like, 
what in the hell was that? Right. So what I think happened, and this is what Gabe said this morning when he joined us on TMA, is he was so unsure. Uh, I think it shows perhaps deep down he really did want to go to Missouri, Mm -hmm. I think. But the money, in my opinion, again, this is all theory, was so overwhelming from Texas that it's like, well, how can you not do this? But Gabe said he was driving to St. Louis thinking there's a chance there won't even be an announcement today. Yeah. Because he, and if you're waffling, why make the decision? Theoretically, you don't have to make a decision for months, not even December 20th. That's just the first day you can sign. Yeah. But perhaps inadvertently, because I think this thing, it was sloppily handled, uh, he may have created a spot where Missouri now goes, okay. Deep down, he wants to come here. We just got to come up with X number of dollars. But as Gabe said, based on the way this was handled and the headaches, is it something you even want to continue to pursue? And maybe you don't want to continue to pursue it. But the thing that I would say is there are only so many five-star receivers from your home state. And does it become more about that element than the headaches, the juice and the squeeze that I was making reference to that this recruiting process has caused. Because 48 hours ago, I can say, I, I had people texting me, he's going to Missouri. I just didn't go on the air and report it because nobody would care what I had to juice say anyway. Squeeze. Juice squeeze also, because I dealt with that. Somebody texted me before Rick Majerus was hired. You know, what are we talking about? 16 years ago that Majerus was getting hired. And then I, you know, was barely 30 and I'm like, ah, I've got breaking news look at me Rick Majerus is going to be the next coach of the Billikens and then it didn't happen for like a week and so for a week I was excoriated for this and then it wound up happening but either way if I go back I would never say it even though I quote unquote was right it's just not worth the hell you catch there's not a doubt in my mind there truly isn't that he was planning on announcing Missouri and then Texas came up with more money and it, it's just very ABC to me yeah but I still could see a chance that he goes to Missouri. Right. But that has nothing to do with with me going to Missouri as a as a quote unquote uh, alma mater, you know, right. or alumnus I should say, and it being my alma mater, it's just th- these things these guys this is what happens in this era of NIL. Yeah, and on more on my anthracite tinfoil cap theory, if you're operating under the assumption that Texas brought more money on either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning and you're Ryan Wingo and you're planning to announce and you want to create a bidding war, you you commit to Texas because you're accepting their offer. You have now set a new price. If you were to say Missouri there, Texas is done. They're like, all right. They might continue to recruit and maybe up you're the right. offer. I don't think it was thought through to that level, but I maybe think not. by accident that may have happened. Right. Because now Missouri has the opportunity to re-up. Yes. Uh, your thoughts on the topic are welcome. 314-399-9646. It is a thoroughfare Thursday. Those are the Air Comfort Service text line. This is Balloon Party, driven by Mungadass Burkhardt, Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN and on YouTube. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. Balloon Party. 101 ESPN YouTube. Text in Thoroughfare Thursday, 314-399-9646. Jackson Burkett, Tim McKernan with you here on the show. It's unbelievable what's going on. Jackson likes my hat today. I do. Big time. Big time fan. See if anybody can guess where the hat is from. Yeah, I... I will say... I'll owe you $5, the first person who guesses. I will say... I just give money away. What is the deal with that? It's bad management. Bad management, 
Yeah, but it's incentive is what it is. I want to incentivize the audience. I don't say five dollars, five dollars. I'm thinking five dollars. Uh, what? Uh, and I'm also giving away thirty dollars to a question in the text inbox, Air Comfort Service text inbox, that uh, gets my synapses firing. Here for Thoroughfare Thursday. And then $5 for who I guess it would have to be either in the text inbox or in YouTube. And Tom Summers and Jeff. Is it Close or Kloss? I'll say Kloss. Uh, they're talking it over along with Tiny PP, Brett S. And, uh, of course, Soup's in there and Eric Nickens. Soup. Yeah. There's this guy named Soup? Yeah, Jeff Soupon. Favorite Soup. <sighs> I hope this doesn't convey unrelatability because I just had it one time probably when I was bussing tables and we had it on draft. <laughs> a tap. <laughs> but lobster bisque. Oh, and I know yeah. that's more of one of your answers. That's good stuff. And though. I was probably bussing a table at like one of your parties. <laughs> when I was <laughs> negative 12. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Otherwise, I'm not really a soup guy, I'll be honest with you. Really? You know what? I am meat and potatoes guy. <laughs> I have you're, right. Over. you're right. Would you consider chili a soup? Because if so, I'm all I in. would not. Okay. Well, then I'll go tomato. Uh, your favorite soup and what? where is this hat from? Uh, feel free. Oh, somebody got it. Yeah, someone nailed it. Tip of the cap. 618. STL Chris P. Oh, I'm in the YouTube chat. Who got it first? STL Chris P or 618 Jackson? Uh, I'll just send $5 to each one of them. Yeah. Oh, we're just giving it away. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do we, what, what's the next question here? Or is it already 11 o'clock? Uh, <laughs> we got a little time before that. Uh, I'll move off Missouri quickly and uh, talk about St. Louis City SC. That's the right, I was hoping you were going there. Yep. I was, that's the right one. Yep. St. Louis City SC. Take it on, it? as they call it, Kansas. You're, it, it's right in my question, baby. Will we take it on Sporting KC or as the doggy social media team likes to call them Kansas. Right. Do you think a matchup like this will naturally get more casual fans into the series? And then from a macro perspective. Yeah, I'm a big macro guy. What are your thoughts at the Gen Z style shade that pro sports social media teams partake in? Oh, wow. I mean, you, you, you went with the two foot putt and then you go, hey, I got to tell BK and Ferrario. I need another two hours <laughs> if you do that. All right. Question one. Is this going to get more people interested because they're playing sport in Kansas City? A casual fan. I've got so many thoughts on this. Like, uh, this might be the rest of the show. Um, I, Taylor Twelman can scold people for the nine o'clock the nine o'clock thing is a negative I, there's no way to spin and i understand where he's coming from because he's enthusiastic about it and, and that's but but nine o'clock has a negative impact i mean there's just there's no doubt there's you can't you can't spin it any other way you can love soccer and still acknowledge that and so you know whether it be children not being able to stay up who otherwise would or people who would want to go to the game and go god i gotta get up at whatever time to go to work on monday it's an MFR. It is. It sucks. It's nobody's fault. Right. But it's just, it's a bad beat. Um, I think that reduces relative to what it could have been if it were, take your pick of, I mean, it would have been prime to have it like on a Saturday night. I know they couldn't because the Western Conference's play-in game was last night and mm -hmm. Eastern Conference's were the night before. Or I think it was anyway. Tuesday night. Was yeah, it Tuesday, yeah. right? right? New right. York one? Yep. Um, so with that all said, Still, I mean, I think it adds to it. I, 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 I can't help but say this because I've seen it. It used to be in St. Louis, for real. We go, why, why are they so upset with us in Kansas City? Like, who, like, you know, like, what is this Kansas City thing? Mm -hmm. It'd be like if Des Moines was chirping us. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, God, we're at a point now where we're going, Kansas City's our rival. I'm just going, yeah. 
Oh, the last 25 years. What have we done? What have we done? Who's leading this operation? So that's unfortunate um, because Kansas City used to have this thing with St. Louis. I really don't know what it stemmed from. My conspiracy theory that really isn't a conspiracy but comes from some Kansas Cityans is that the one championship they had was against St. Louis. And St. Louis and said, well, I mean, it was tainted by call. And it was. But it would be tilting, which is when the Blues were playing the Bruins, I didn't want them to be shorthanded because I wanted the Blues to win their first Stanley Cup against a great team firing on all cylinders and not because take your pick of whomever wasn't healthy or you had a bad call. And if you recall in game five, there was some controversy on a call. Uh, I know you don't recall that, but there was in Boston. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, and uh, that I don't know. They waved off a goal or a goal shouldn't count. Whatever. Point being that it, that, and I'm like, oh, I hope that doesn't become the story of the series. And then the Bruins won here, and then the Blues won there. And I don't think that even lingers for people. With that said, uh, I think that started Kansas Cityans having this thing with St. Louis. Then St. Louis got an NFL team back, and then it really intensified when the Chiefs were so good in the '90s, and the Rams come out of LA and out of nowhere and win the Super Bowl. And Kansas Cityans are going, oh my god! And then that just made it even more of a thing. Right. But I would always go, what is the deal? Because nobody in St. Louis really talks about Kansas City. But I got these guys who I know from Mizzou who are obsessed with St. Louis. And they go, well, you're just saying it's not a rivalry, which proves it's a rivalry. Like, no, we just don't talk about it. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's not because St. Louis is New York or L.A. or London. It's just we don't think about it. I don't want to tell you. And then the next thing you know, now it's like, oh, this is great. It's a rivalry. I'm like, oh, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, I suppose it's better than San Jose. Yeah. I'm interested in it just because it's uh, our team's first playoff series, you know. So I know this adds to it, but I just can't help but taking a step back and go, oh, God, we're at a point now where we're talking about the rivalry thing. But I'm sure it's good for marketing and business. And your second question, I got to take a break. Okay. And then I got to tend to it. Yeah. What do you think I think of? What is your question again so the audience can? Sure. From a macro perspective, of course. what are your thoughts at the Gen Z style shade that pro sports social See, I don't media look at it as a Gen Z thing? Ooh, Go ahead, I'm it. sorry. No, okay. We'll even get more into that into the next segment. Uh, thoughts at the Gen Z style shade that pro sports social media teams partake in? What do you think I think of it? Oh, I think you're really into it. Uh, I think that I see you quote tweeting gifts on top of it and then saying, ooh, bad look. And then uh, you drop this king with the crown emoji. You're like all into that stuff. That's where my thoughts are. It's Hope like wrong. carrot top on Twitter and Instagram. It's, it's just God almighty. And then, and then the same people say, boy, people are really rude to each other on social media. I'm like, but don't you say? Mm. All right, well, we'll talk about it. Maybe i got to PayPal you $30 <laughs> I'll, because that's the one. I'll waive that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. I'm just going to send Eric uh, some money real quick. Yeah, text Bill real quick. Eric, I just Venmoed you. Eric uh, guessed the uh, the location of this hat. Yep. Those of you watching on YouTube. It is from Grove 23, Michael Jordan's golf course in Hobe Sound, Florida. A friend of mine gave it to me a couple of days ago. What kind of gesture? Yeah, it was. I, it wasn't even on my mind. Yeah. Didn't even know the person had played it. It's a sweet lid is how you I like describe that? it. Like sweet that? lid. And then I texted, so I sent that to Eric in the YouTube chat. Uh, so he got that, but then there was somebody who texted it in as well, and I texted that person asking for their Venmo. Uh, so uh, I'll check the commercial or the text inbox in the commercial break. So I'm just giving out money today. That's what we're doing. Balloon party where you get paid to listen. Yeah, that's a nice slogan right there. New promo writer. <laughs> yep. Uh, He's Jackson, not listening. <laughs> no, that's a problem. I got to pay him. Jackson, what was this question that you posed that I really enjoy and I feel like I should Venmo you $30? <laughs> sure. So uh, the question I had regarding St. Louis City SC taking on Sporting Kansas City, what is your thoughts on the Gen Z now style Gen shade Z. on social media? Are you Gen Z? I am. Okay. Yeah, the Gen and Z What am style. I? Generation X. Am I? Yep. Okay. Yep. So I am a young Generation X or I would have been an old millennial? millennial? Yeah. Bingo. Okay. Yep. And what are you on a Gen Z? Are you right in the sweet spot? I think spot? I'm right in the sweet spot. And what's the generation after you? Uh, I think Zoomers is what they call oh, them. Oh, is that right? Okay. Zoomers, yeah. Why are they called Zoomers, Brad? I assume it's a play on boomers, and uh, then because a lot of these kids are going to school on Zoom for that uh, wow, COVID God. period. Learning things. I'm learning things on my own show. Yeah, I all think. Right. I could so be you honest. say this thing with the social... Go ahead with the question. Sure. The, keep interrupting. <laughs> it's all good. The uh, What are your thoughts on the... I'll I'll just say social media shade that pro sports teams well, colleges do it as well big time yeah I just think it's stupid that's all I think it's stupid like it's it's so it's I mean, it's, it's not it's it's like watching a Jay Leno monologue all due respect I'm sure there are some fans in the audience here but you're just like yeah saw that coming you know cute you got them you know get your likes right. Yeah, it's that, your engagement. It's a yeah. Enjoy your twenty k a year. You know, all due respect. It's tired. Yeah. It's hack. I'm sure one organization did it a couple of years ago that was probably relatively cutting edge, and now, you know, the Utah Jazz are doing it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's 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 a engagement. It's like vehicle. Facebook in 2007 versus Facebook in 2023. Yeah. Follow. Holler if you hear me. Tupac, nineteen ninety one. Three straight days. Consider me days. hollering. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. I think it is. I would agree. It is is tired. I, I see it, and I'm just like, I I get. So you agree? You don't agree with me? You like this? You have oh, to like this? I think it's amusing. I find it funny, but not because I think like, oh, nice gif. I think of it because it's like, it's funny in the sense that like, I I, I see the stuff. And it's just like, why? Like, what? What's like the Cardinals started doing it? Oh yeah, yeah. And I and and, and, like, yeah. and I want to preface that like I get 
I'm not like blaming individual social media managers of teams. Correct. It's just, but you know, you know who I respect? Who? Everybody's doing one thing and somebody goes, yeah, it's not, it's not. The one who not. takes the path right. less traveled. Oh, the road less traveled. Bob Frost, Bobby Frost. That is Bobby, yeah, the great Bobby Frost. Uh, so I just, I'm just like, oh, uh, funny, you know, dunk on him. That, that's, there it is. And, and, and it's, it's just such a, like a, like if you're you doing know, as I a liked, t- and this is, and this is being very serious mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not because I, if anything, it's, it's certainly, it's just Barry Sanders scored a million touchdowns and he would school you while he was running into the end zone. He didn't need to then turn it into, and listen, and he just tossed the ball to the official. Now, I know that, that, that is going to align me with a lot of people who normally <laughs> hate me. But I'm telling you, what I'm just like, you know, like we've seen it certainly not necessarily this year, but, you know, there's times as a passionate Missouri football fan, I can't recall what it was, but like they're down like 30 to nothing and they score a touchdown and then all, you're going, dude, you're down 30 to seven now. It's not, you know, yeah. to have some perspective. It isn't all about, I just, I got no love for getting you likes. Now, if getting you likes led to money, I'd get it. But getting your likes like fills this emotional void that social media has created that I think has played a role in psychologically damaging a generation of people. And by the way, not just people in their 20s or teens. I've got some people I went to school with, some yeah. of these mom entrepreneurs. And I go, oh, God, what happened? That's the reason I don't like it is because you don't we, like mom entrepreneurs either. Uh, yeah. Go get your bag, queen. But uh, w- <laughs> what I'll say is, like, I don't like that, like, this stuff, because it, what it does, like, what they're doing is somewhat innocent. But what it leads to is, like, people just acting poorly on social media, which is the crux which then of, leads to people treating people poorly and bingo. destroying it's, discourse. It's a domino effect. So it actually creates. has an, I believe it has an impact on greater societal issues. Yes. That is. It normalizes being a dick. Yeah, bingo. Can I say that? If not, I'm fine. We had a good two years. Oh, we got go, thumbs up. I, we got I'll thumbs go do up. my TMA thing. <laughs> but that, that's that's it. It normalizes being unkind. Yes, yes. So that, that's where I'm at with it. That you you explained it better than I, I could in that sense because I because I think it is a domino effect of it creates like a, a platform for people to just act poorly and then that further creates the the snowball. It's it's a, it's frustrating. Ten years ago, I believe it was ten years ago, maybe it was nine, the Cardinals were playing the Dodgers. Either way, I know I, they played them in 13, they played them in 14. Once in the NLCS in 13, and once in the NLDS in 14. Beat them both times. Matt Adams got them in game four and 14, and Matt Carpenter had a sick at bat against Clayton Kershaw in game six and 13. Either way, there was some uh, comment from Adam Wainwright who couldn't be, you know, I couldn't hold him in higher esteem. And I, I thought that before 2013, and I think it now, and I'm, I know many people who are listening feel the same way as far as like the way he conducts himself, both on the mound and away from the game. And there was some celebration, and then Wainwright said something along the lines of, we don't need to do the Mickey Mouse stuff, you know. And then the Dodgers, I think it was Adrian Gonzalez, like did the mouse ears thing. And, yes, and that complete. became yeah. a huge topic of conversation. Now, a decade later, Adalas Garcia is literally doing a 360 and then slamming the bat down. And I got to tell you, I'm, 
neither one of them really mattered. Uh-huh. You know, it's right. a celebration. God bless America. You know, you hit a huge home run. Remember the Jose Bautista home run that was such a controversial topic. I think that was against the Rangers for the Blue Jays like eight years ago or something like that. Yep. But conducting oneself and how you interact with, I guess I put it this way. Like, would you say that to somebody in person? No. You know what I mean? And, and so I th- so often when I'm doing these sound story interviews, and I'm interviewing somebody in their 70s and 80s. And it's the tie that binds. They may have different views on politics, not that that's the topic, but they'll sometimes bring it up. Different, certainly different backgrounds. Sometimes they grew up in rural areas. Sometimes they grew up and take your pick of whatever area of St. Louis or another metropolitan area. But across the board, so help me. And I know you're doing one at 1130. Uh, God, man, 90% of the people. God, the thing that really concerns me most is the, the way that we talk to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm going, man, here's somebody who's lived it and who's seen it. And that's that's where I'm coming from. Is it? I guess if it were like amusing, like I love watching roasts, you know what I mean? I loved George Carlin. I worship at the altar of George Carlin, but it wasn't like cutesy dunking on strangers. Right. And that's that's I think the discourse on social media has played a role in the division in real life. And that is why I look at it and go, oh, that's cute. You know, Carrick Top now has a, you know, a toilet he's going to wear on his head. Ah, wonderful. Right. Eh, this doesn't do it for me. Anyway, we've got a break, I'm sure. Uh, you're listening to Balloon Party. What do you want We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back, Blue Party 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. Another, uh, what do we got, eight minutes, Jackson? Oh, this show flies. Fastest hour in sports radio. Is that what they say it is? It's driven by Munganass Burkhardt, Alton Toyota. We're on uh, YouTube. Let's see what's doing in there. Make sure everything's good in there. Yeah, Tommy Summers is talking. Uh, YouTube, uh, Air Alliance team cameras. And then, of course, 101 ESPN. Miss anything, Dobbs, Tire, and Auto Center's podcast. Uh, you had some good questions here. Well, let's, let's see if we can keep the momentum going. Uh, uh, it's not. a Little Piddles, Angry Beaver, Thoroughfare Thursday. That's right, Tim. All right. Big macro question in the wake of Ryan Wingo committing Another to macro. Texas. Another macro. How many fans do you think have the ultimate mindset and shoot for the stars when it comes to their team year in and year out? How many do you believe subscribe to the moral victory model and accept being competitive oh, but are disappointed? God, it's, like you, it's like you, it's like, it's like you cut up a bunch of white horse in front of a former Coke addict. That's my, that's my job. You know what you're doing. That's, that's my job. You know what you're doing. You pride yourself on the fact that we never get through these half and halves and thoroughfare Thursdays and weekend wrap ups and, Friday shoot 'em ups. If I do my job well, we don't get through more than two questions. And is that a shot at Matt Rocchio, who brags to you when he fills in for you that we get through all six questions when he hosts? No, or because when he sits over there and asks me questions. Right there. <laughs> uh, no, because he brought it up to me, and I was like, and he was like, so "What do you think?" Like we usually get there. I was like, "Well, I think ideally you don't get through all six. But matter of fact, ideally you get through one." <laughs> Matt Rocky was going to catch Matt Rocky. But he, and he agreed. He was like, yeah, you're actually right. Yeah. That, is the, that is the play. Yeah, I mean, you're hitting me with this one. This is in reference to something I said today on TMA. Yes. Which was, I think Missouri fans, and I don't, I've always felt like up until June 2019, that Missouri fans and St. Louis Blues fans, while not a lot of overlap on the Venn diagram, at least going back, have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. Two tortured fan bases. Yeah. But now the Blues have experienced a championship, and so now they are moving up to a deluxe apartment in the sky. 
Ha ha. Jefferson's. Yes. Jefferson's, that cute little Sherman Helmsley. It was sampled, actually, on the Schoolboy Q song that I really like. And we're going to get into that tomorrow, actually. But uh, I feel like the coping mechanism for Missouri fans, as a Missouri fan, by the way, Mm -hmm. is, oh, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know... I mean, who would have thought we'd be five and one? So yeah, maybe we could have beaten LSU, but you know, who would have thought we'd be five and one? Well, I mean, that's the deal. Ryan Wingo is wide receiver. We got Luther Burden. That's fine. It'll be fine. And so what I am prognosticating, should it not go well between the hedges, and the line is out on a reputable sports book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number is fifteen and a half. Correct for the opening line. That of course can change based on the health of Georgia coming out of Florida and how they play. Georgia minus fifteen and a half against Missouri next Saturday. Then if Missouri loses by like ten, what will we hear? You know what we'll hear. Just go ahead and say it. Don't be scared. I don't care. You're twenty five years old. Say it. Well, at least they hung in there. Ah! And that is why, in addition to Gary Pinkle in two thousand one scolding my KMOV photographer, cameraman, if you would, gentleman by the name of Gary Womack, great guy, great lensman. And he was a big Tennessee fan. Mm -hmm. And he wore his Tennessee hat, as he always did. Missouri wasn't in the SEC at the time. You know, Tennessee was like playing in Major League Baseball, and Missouri at the time was like double A. And so I didn't think anything. It didn't cross my mind. Now... Oh, my God. Yeah. But then didn't even cross my mind. And so Pinkle walks by my photographer and says, hey, would you take that, you know, don't be wearing that thing around here, something like that. And my photographer says, excuse me? And then Pinkle saw that they were about ready to do the team photo. And everybody started staring. So all the guys were around on the team yeah. and the media. And he walks up and goes, hey, I'm trying to build something here. I'm trying to do something. And you showing up here with another school's hat, it just doesn't send the right message. So if you could take it off and put it back in the car, I'll give you a Missouri hat while you're here. And then you can put the other hat on. I don't care. And I'm like, and then that photographer said to me when we got in the car, he goes, that guy is going to play for a Big 12 championship someday. I'm like, Missouri in the Big 12 championship? (laughs) That was my mindset. And then like a couple years later, they lost to Texas. Same school that got Ryan Wingo yesterday, Jackson. Uh Uh-huh. And somebody said, you know, something about a moral victory. Because we don't do moral victories here. You either win or you lose. Bingo. So how many opportunities do you get a chance to beat the defending national champion? The two-time, two-time defending national champions with a 24-game winning streak in their building between the hedges to have a landmark opportunity for your program to stop kicking off at 11 o'clock and play for championships. And when somebody chooses to go to Austin, Texas instead of Columbia, Missouri, well, that's a shame. I guess he didn't get a good offer from Missouri. In order to achieve, you have to visualize. And in order to achieve, there are no such things as moral victories. There can be progress, but I don't wish away the LSU game is going, no, well, you know, they played them tough. That's LSU. I think Missouri might be a better team than LSU this year. Sounds blasphemous, but I really think that could be the case. So it sucks. Accept the pain. It's part of growth. Same thing with Ryan Wingo. Oh, a bunch of wide receivers. It doesn't seem like a kid that you'd want anyway. If he would have said Missouri yesterday, that wouldn't have been what you said. Mm-hmm. And so it could hurt, and it should hurt. If you have an opportunity to beat Georgia, you're damn right it should hurt. And so accept the emotional risk of investing and caring. Moral victories 
or for those who want guaranteed paychecks and to sit in a cubicle. You know what I want to do? I want to take a chance. I might slice it up with a razor blade, but I'll get the high. I'll also get the low. Yep. But I want to see this team win a championship. And therefore, it also is part of the fan base to accept the fact that sometimes it's going to hurt. And yesterday hurt. That's just the reality of an LSU hurt. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with if they lose to Georgia going, man, that hurt. Yeah, they were close. But you know what? They should be close. Absolutely. All right? Absolutely. So stop it, Jackson. I, I'm king of... Uh, of what? What are you the king of? Well, not much, but... I'm certainly a champ. You know what you are? You're the king of weight loss and hair regrowth. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I'm maybe at best a, like a, a lower lord, but either way. A lower lord? Yeah. Well, I'm certainly not a surf. And, uh, and then on, uh, I am a champion of trying for championships. Wow. Because I think... To well ex- said. It was to, like I was watching JFK there. <laughs> well, to an extent, I think that's what Kerry Davis is talking about. Because like, the Blues, like you said, won the Stanley Cup. And that is the championship for hockey. From that, in case anybody didn't know that, cut that as a promo. But for Missouri, I think some Missouri fans view going to the SEC championship or winning that SEC championship as like the best Missouri can do. And that's not the case. They can compete. Thank you. Start believing. Testify. The championship isn't the SEC championship. Testify. The championship certainly isn't the SEC East championship. Testify. It's winning the whole damn thing. There you go. Playing on there January whenever go. on Monday. Inject it into your veins, King. Right here, baby. You dropped your crown, King. Yeah, now you sound like the Bengals social media team. <laughs> Time for us to go. BK and Ferrari up next. For Action Jackson, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by Mung and Art, Alton, Toyota, on 101 ESPN and on YouTube. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.